Welcome. I am your host, Chad. I have the privilege to be sitting with Chief Master Sergeant Jones. He works out at the Pentagon. Chief, how you doing today? I'm doing outstanding, man, now that I'm here talking with you. Well, phenomenal. So I, I kind of want to start off is I know you're, you know, you're a chief and you're not in a command, but you were a prior command chief out of Edwards Air Force Base. And I, I know you did amazing things and that led you to the Pentagon to be beside Chief Wright. What, do you, what are you doing today and what are you doing that's going to take the Air Force somewhere on a new journey over the next 10 to 15 years? Wow. Wow. D deep, deep, interesting question. Let me try to answer it this way. So what I currently do right now, man, is I really, as the chief of enlisted force development, my job is to try to make sure I synergize training, education, and experiences for the enlisted force. And doing that by taking in the feedback, the guidance, the direction from the secretary of the Air Force, the chief of staff of the Air Force, the chief master of the Air Force. Really, that's, that's, the, that's the gist of it. And when we talk in training, education, experiences, pretty much everything an enlisted member will do from cradle to grave, from as they like to say, from accession into the Air Force to retirement or transition out of the Air Force. So that's the predominantly, the majority of the thing that I do. In regards to what we're going to do to try to change some things or set, set the trajectory in the United States Air Force, interesting when I got into the position, Chief Master in the Air Force, you know, and you've heard uh, numerous occasions, he's extremely interested in a well-led force, enlisted force. And what he asked me to do or what he charged me to do is to be the POC or the action officer, the new transformations to the enlisted evaluation system and our promotion system. So what I'm currently doing and what I've been doing for the past year is figuring out with his guidance or his initial direction and his goals of how to transform the, the enlisted evaluation system to a more talent managed based system, a system that promotes performance, interesting Interestingly enough, a system that also identifies and look at the character and the competence of enlisted members. And how do we how do we set up a system that teams, raiders, and supervisors with their ratee gets the maximum performance out of that ratee or that airman and helps them really be, and you probably heard him say this before, but really helps them be the best versions of themselves. That's really been a journey. That's been a heavy lift for the past year. And it's it's actually been a year since I've been since I left Edwards and been at the Pentagon. Man, that's phenomenal. And I think some key things that you mentioned that I think are going to excite airmen is you said performance driven. And, you know, we talk about the whole airman concept, why that's so important. And airmen talk about it on the airman NCO, senior NCO, and all these pages on, I just want to do my job. I'm good at it. Why do I have to do the extra stuff? And, and I think we consistently talk about the whole airman concept. Now, when you, when you talk about trying to transform the enlisted evaluation system, what do you worry about with this new change in, in the current system we have that you have half the force saying, you know, I really like this system. We're giving, we're empowering our commanders and our chiefs through the enlisted force distribution system. Then you have the other half that are still like, okay, Chief Wright, Chief Jones, everybody else. Hey, how is this next system going to be any different than the previous system? So what do you worry about with, with some of those challenges pushing out a new enlisted evaluation system? So, man, that's that's a that's a really good question. This is hard work, and I don't say it because I'm doing it. I say it because um, when I was was asked to look at this, we went out to to industry, we went out to academia. Um, so we went to Amazon, we went to the the Boeing's, we went to Microsoft, we talked with Netflix, we talked with Google to see how they do their evaluation systems. And what we found out was, man, nobody actually has it 
100% right. So the challenges is going to be, realistically, the challenges are we have to be able to strip away our biases and our love for what we currently have and embrace the change and trust that the change is going to produce the airmen we need to fight the next fight. And that's really what it's about. We got to realize that we've come to a point in the current evolution of our enlisted evaluation system and our promotion systems, and maybe that they're not producing the type of leaders that we want for the next fight. So we have to look at it, kind of strip away some of our biases. It's our system. It's been my system, man, for 24 years. It's been a system that I grew up in, that I've ascended in. have to recognize that is it the system that we need for the future and really dealing with biases. But this is human work, man. And, and human work is always tough when you're dealing with people, when you're dealing with evaluating people, when you're dealing with promoting individuals, it's always tough. So, so those are, those are some of the, some of the challenges, but with them being challenges, man, we're extremely excited about the fact that we get to maybe allow airmen to be the best versions of themselves. So do we care about the whole airman concept? We want airmen to be whole, everything that they can possibly be. Is that the most important thing that should be on an EPR? Probably not. Is is it maybe a really important thing that drives and shows an individual's ability to perform? Possibly. Where we're at right now is we're going to leave it up to you. We're going to leave it up to Raider to decide if that's something that should be on there and something to be communicated and not necessarily possibly have a block that says, hey, tell me about this airman's, the whole airman on this individual. Well, why do we need to do that? You know, if it's really that important, you'll be able to put it on there. Possibly that's if we even keep bullets, you'll be able to put it on there and be able to identify that. I think one thing that I really like about that is Chief Wright, he talked about at AFA the past couple of days is empowering our mm -hmm. airmen. And I think airmen getting out of airman leadership school and getting out of, you know, NCOA and you have your senior NCOs going to senior enlisted courses, whether it's joint, whether it's through the Air Force, being able to say, hey, you have all the power. You got the keys. So it's telling those airmen, hey, you here's the keys. Do what you got to do. Handle business and be able to say, hey, I can just do my job. And that's a really good feeling. I'm excited. I feel your energy. And I think that. Everybody around the Air Force is going to feed off that. And it's one thing that I think leads to kind of my next question. And it's something that maybe we don't talk about enough. We just say, what is it? But what does success look like in this new system? Or what does it look like to you in this new system? Okay. Another great question. What does success look like in the new evaluation system? Well, I would say success doesn't look like what the current evaluation system looks like. Right now, the current evaluation system Success is driven off of, did it get you promoted? It's a system that's designed to think about, are we getting you promoted or not in the system? For me, in a lot of my conversations with Chief Wright, success is, success is built around, did it develop that airman better? Did it provide an opportunity for that airman to become better? Was the feedback between that airman and that NCO or that airman and that raider, was the conversation good conversation? Was it, did it create connectedness? Create as the chief of staff said, did it create a belonging to the organization? Success looks like, and there are a lot of authors who talk about this, and this is where we got a lot of this stuff from, is success is really about, in this evaluation system, did that raider or that supervisor and that ratee, that airman, did they become a team? And if they became a team, then we got success. Oh, man, I, I love that because, you know, when you think about a team, you think about everybody from the bottom to the top. And I think that's one thing that I see the Air Force heading in the right direction. The chief of staff talking about empowering the squadron commanders and, and the realization 
and being able to say, hey, you are a team. Hey, you can make decisions. Uh, that's phenomenal. Now, you have so much energy, and I think everybody over at the Pentagon sees that. I know people across the Air Force see that, and it excites me because it, it tells me you love what you do every single day, and you show up for a reason. So why are you so happy right now? Man, like I've gotten an opportunity to do something that I probably never would have had an opportunity to do. So I've been able to, in my opinion, I've been able to every day try to be, again, I'm gonna keep talking about this. Every day I get an opportunity to try to be a better person first, be a better human first, right? And then in being a better human, hopefully I'm a better airman. And if I'm a better airman, as I keep breaking that down, Am I a better non-commissioned officer? Am I a better chief master sergeant? Am I a better leader in the United States Air Force? And every opportunity, I get to do that. So what the Air Force has been able to do for me, man, is I've had a great career, and I've been able to become a better version of myself than that. For me, that 19-year-old kid, almost 20-year-old kid, and sitting in basic training when I had my birthday, coming into the United States Air Force. So, you know, I'm 44 now, and when I look back at that kid, man, sometimes I don't even think I... I would recognize that individual from the person that I am today. So I'm happy because I've been given an opportunity to be better. That's really what it's about. Man, I think you pinpointed something there is, is could you recognize yourself back when you're in basic training? I don't think anybody can. I've, I've been in the military 12 years and I don't know who I was when I first came in and everybody has that. I don't care who you are. You could be a command chief. You could be chief, right? You could be a matchcom chief. Everybody's like, I had no idea I was going to make it here. Zero from the tomfoolery and the different things that you did throughout your career. It's like there was no imagination in this world that I could see myself in the position that I am now. And, but I do say this just because I do know you and I've had time over the last couple of years to have really good conversations and spend time is you, you stay true to yourself. Like every time I talk to you, you're exactly who you are when you take that uniform off. And I think that's very vital for the airmen to see, especially when you, when you talk about the buy-in uh, of some of the new systems and products that you're pushing out. And I think that's, that's very important that, you know, you, you're still the same person you were when you were in basic training. Uh, but like you said, you've, you've developed yourself and, and you've matured and you've realized that people are looking at you every single day saying, I, you know, I want to learn something from him. So you show up every single day and you do that. And I, I know we appreciate it as airmen and NCOs and senior NCOs. And I know the Air Force is, is better because you do that every single day. Now, you did talk about Netflix. What are you binge watching on Netflix right now? What is the what is the go to show? You're, you're back in your hotel room. You're away from the family. You got a little downtime. What, what are you watching? Uh, that That's that's funny. Literally, I just finished Bloodline. So I just finished Bloodline and Netflix, which was I thought was I thought it was pretty good. And it was one of those that I hadn't get an, hadn't gotten opportunity to finish. But I get to traveling on on airplanes and stuff like that. But I rarely get an opportunity to do that at home, you know, because I'm so involved in my kids and and the things that they're interested in and they're doing. And then I I picked up. I just started the first episode of actually the assassination of Malcolm X. So that's a documentary that's on there right now. So I just started the, the first episode of that. And then the third thing that I always go back to, and it's and it's something that's ingrained in me growing up in Philadelphia, man, is every time I get a chance to, and I get a little spare time, I'm like, hey, I want to switch back to something that gets me up as I watch Hip Hop Evolution. That's a pretty good one that I like to watch. So so those are probably the three things that, that one that I just finished, one that I just started, and one that's always my go-to is Hip Hop Evolution, man. I want I always want to revisit that and check that out. So you, you say Hip Hop Evolution, and now I'm thinking like, what, what's your favorite song right now? There's a lot of trends. Are, are you 
Are you listening to the the trendy stuff? Are you are you taking it back to the nineties, early hip hop? Are you are we are we swinging back to the eighties, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the seventies? You know, I, I don't know your timeline, Chief, but you know what, what 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 are you listening to right now? What's something if an airman came up and said, you know, hey, I need a playlist for the for the gym or or ride down to the beach? What what are we listening I'm, to, you Chief? You know what? That's a good question. My, my, our youngest son, you know, he, he's an avid, you know, AAU basketball player, 12 years old, doing his thing. And my wife just put together his little basketball clips from his last tournament. And what we, and what actually the, the song we said, hey, we need to put all these clips to this song, uh, J-Rock's win. So we, well, that's been kind of on, been on rotation for a little bit in the Jones household as we, we do this clip. So, so that's what I had been, been listening to. I listened to that, but I'm, I'm eclectic man. And I'm a seventies kid. So I grew up, I was born in 76, but music has been a part of my household and my family. So I'm, I'm all over the map with everything. You know, I think if you went in my phone right now, I think I got like 128 gigs of music in my phone right now ready to listen to something ready to rock out to something man so i just i love music and i think uh music is a whole nother language has a whole nother rhythm and normally when i run or and believe it or not when i work when i was in in, in uh, ian's office now uh when i really had to get down and knock out some work i would shut the door and i would put on music and and that's when i knew i had to had to knock some stuff out so i like to hear music when i really got to focus that's just that's just me no I, I like it so 76 just so you guys know he's uh he's He's got some experience. He's he's been around a, a couple That's called season, man. That's called season. He's been around a couple of uh, evaluation systems. So when the next one comes out, I promise you he's got the experience and he pushes it out. It's going to be something good. Can, can I comment on that? I want to comment you, on you that. You can. Chad, that is absolutely true that I have some experiences with three evaluation systems that we've been in in my 24 years. But I, But this is what I want to say. What Chief Master on Air Force asked me to do is while we leverage our experiences to try to determine where we've been, I've actually reached out to NCO academies, ALSs, CNCO academies, First Sergeant academies to figure out, hey, what don't they like about our current system? What do they like about our current system? So the system that we're creating is not only steeped in best practices from industry, not only are they steeped in what academia tells us. They're not only steeped in what some, you know, award-winning authors have told us, like Simon Sinek and Brene Brown, Malcolm Gladwell. Not only are they steeped in that, but they're also steeped in what our airmen today say they like and what they don't like about the system. Because we have to recognize sometimes in order to build the thing that we need for the future, we don't need old thoughts thinking about that. We need new thoughts thinking about that. Cool. Nah, that's that's phenomenal. I think that ties into exactly what Chief Wright and uh, the Chief of Staff said today. Is it goes back to empowering our airmen and being able to say, "Hey, we want to give you the keys to the car." And uh, I, man, I love it. Thank you for taking the time with some of your knowledge and some of your insight, and and just be able to feed off your energy and let let the airmen know, you know, what's coming. What's one last piece of advice that you would give an airman who came up to you and just said, you know, I want to be great. How do I do it? Man. So my, one of my heroes, man, growing up and that I've tried to mimic my thought processes around Muhammad Ali and talks a lot about greatness and, and his greatness. 
in my opinion, the greatest boxer of all time. And a lot of that is based in, man, greatness is within you. Like, it's nothing that can be pulled from externally. It's in you. If you work on you, and if you fight and you challenge and you compete with that guy or that gal in the mirror, man, that greatness is going to come out. So, so focus on you. Focus on being the best you. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, man, greatness, greatness is the byproduct of that competition you have with yourself. Man, I love that. And I think everybody knows Muhammad Ali. He was a doer. That was facts. Like yep. he went in every single day. He said he was going to do something and he did it. Absolutely. So if you're an airman, a senior NCO, uh, an NCO out there in the United States Air Force, world's greatest air power is be a doer. And like you said, if, if you go out there day in and day out and do what you need to do and handle business, understand you're going to make mistakes. You know, you're going to have times where, where you fall back. Yep. But like you said, the greatness is within inside you and uh, you're going to do great things. And Chief, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to be able to kind of give us some guidance and enjoy a couple laughs. So uh, we appreciate you and thank you for everybody listening.